and welcome to Wine with Meg and Mel. We're here to help you navigate the world of wine. I'm Mel Gilchrist, joined by Master of Wine, Meg Brotman. Meg, what have we got this week? Elsa. Elsa. Yay. So we're looking at... Well, um, I wanted to get the four... There's four noble varieties, which I'll go into. I could only get three of them. Um, but I also wanted to have a look at the difference between Grand Cru and non-Grand Cru vineyard sites. So I love that. It'll be fun. I'm and, very excited. You know, there's Riesling in there. <laughs> oh, and we love Riesling. <laughs> Lots of tall bottles. Lots of tall bottles. Okay, so before we get into it, what you been drinking? I had a Chaffee Brothers Omnia Nova Nouveau Syrah. So there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, a what? It's <laughs> Barossa. Yeah. Old Vine Shiraz, but they've made it in a Nouveau style. So okay. Nouveau not being new style, but the new, uh, Nouveau wine like um, like Gamay Nouveau, like Beaujolais Nouveau. That's so, so weird. Why yeah. would you use old wines to do that? I know. But I think they just there were so many things on the label. Um, 2022 maybe. Okay. Um, smelt like, oh, God, there's nothing Nouveau about this. It's all just big Barossa and Shiraz. Yeah. The palate was really light and fresh and delicious, even though it was 13.9% alcohol. That's so weird. I know. Is it expensive? 25-ish. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, it was. And I don't know where I got it from. Um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, if I'm buying from online sites, I just put in an extra wine, you know, uh, to get yeah. the free shipping or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was um, – I'd search it out. It okay. was It was really, really good wine. All yeah, right, really good. interesting, and one I reckon that you could chill down. And fun fact: Marlborough's turned fifty. Is that all? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you feel like it's been around forever? That's so cute. Nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> there were vineyards planted in the eighteen hundreds or something. Um, but it was 1973 um, when some dude apparently came down from Auckland and he worked for the Cloudy Bay something company, a development company. Okay. So their job was to buy land and develop land. Yeah. He didn't want the people to know that he was go- going to buy land for vineyards because he wanted it really cheap and yeah. no one knew. And he'd asked someone what's the best thing about Marlborough and he said, I'll go to Marlborough because it's got high sunshine, lots of water, really good rich soils. So go to Marlborough. So he went and bought like 1,200 hectares or something or 1,200 acres, I suppose, in the 70s of vine. Of, of land. And what started and it, Marlborough? It started Marlborough. Oh, my god! And gosh. everyone was just like, what are you doing? Like no one's ever <laughs> heard of it. And how far it's come in 50 years. <laughs> That's incredible. How old is – how old are other wine regions, Mac? <laughs> oh, well, I mean Barossa's 200 years old. How old's Burgundy's thousands? <laughs> uh, how old's <laughs> But, hey – Greece, as millennia, how old's Georgia? Marble's done it in 50 years. True. Taken over the world. Took over the in world. In terms of white sure. wine stars. Yep. All right. Well, happy birthday, Marlborough. Happy birthday, Marlborough. <laughs> we'll be having a drink of something, not no Sauvignon Blanc, for your, your birthday. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm super excited. Meg, tell me about Alsace. So Alsace in the northeastern part of France, right on the 
border with Germany. Yes. Has been part of Germany. Yes. Can you break this down? Because I was trying to remember the other day, has it been part of Germany twice or just once? Twice. So it, it went back and forth during the wars, right? Yes. And during the Second World War, it was German. Yeah. Um, and they that's why you see in in Alsace a lot of very Germanic script. So, so they, they use these, shall I show you the people, this very Germanic type of text. That they <laughs> for use. those listening, we're filming this yes. for the first time ever. We might it's put a it Sunday. on YouTube. I've got we my trackies on. <laughs> but anyway, um, have a, if you look at Alsace labels, they have very, it looks very Germanic. If you go there, it's very Germanic. So it, what, the food's what very Germanic. was after Germany lost the Second World War, I wasn't it like – Tut, tut, part of your punishment is where we Taking get to take Alsace, Alsace off you. That is so funny. And the Alsatian winemaker's sons had to fight for Germany against the French <gasps> or get killed. Yeah, it was horrendous. And then they ended up part of France. And then they came back to France. So they were French, then the, the Germans, you know, part of the Vichy government Took it. Yep. Took Alsace, made it German, said, you you are actually German now, yet we're annexing you. You have to fly it for the Germans. Wow. Yeah. It was horrific. Was anything else? Was Champagne ever German? Well, so you had the Vichy government, which was the French government that were sided with the Nazis. Yeah. So which is why you had all the resistance. So Wait, was that the actual government or was that part of It was the French Champagne? government that they moved from Paris to Vichy so that it was closer to Germany, oh. So, and it was where the Germans were actually controlling. So they controlled a lot of the um, Bordeaux, a lot of the south yeah. and part of France, and obviously they took Alsace as part of their country, and it was called Elsass, E-L-S-A-S-S, because it runs along the Alsace or Alsace River. Huh. So, yeah, it's been part of Germany. It just there's something about that story. It's like... It's like a kid's been naughty and they took a toy off it and gave it to the other brother instead. Yeah. <laughs> but it's back in the land of the French now. Okay, so now it's in the French. So does that mean a lot of the winemaking is informed by Germany too? Well, I think the fact that it has a Riesling and there's nowhere else in France that has Riesling planted. It's pretty and I think indicative it's of something. illegal to plant Riesling anywhere but Alsace. Yeah, okay. They don't want the spread. Historically, they don't want the spread of the German seed. Wow. I know, right? So it Alsace, northeast, yes. continental climate, rain shadow. Yeah. Because it has the um, Vosges Mountains. Four um, noble varieties. Mm-hmm. So Pinot Gris, mm-hmm. Riesling, mm-hmm. Gewürztraminer, and Musket. Outside of that, you can plant Chasselas, Sylvaner, Pinot Blanc, but the best vin- best wines are made from the four noble varieties and the way their Grand Cru works is a little bit like um, Burgundy. It's down to vineyard site. Yep. And vineyard sites at a Grand Cru can only be of the four noble varieties. So you couldn't have a, a Grand Cru Pinot Blanc site because it's yeah. not considered to be a noble variety. Sure. And remember – Last week we were talking about Cremont de Loire. They make yep. Cremont de Alsace, which is where the Sylvaner and the Pinot Blanc tends okay. to go into. Yep. So what we've got is we've got um, 
five wines, one Pinot Gris. I couldn't get a Pinot Gris Grand Cru. So 2020 Pinot Gris. And it very friendly tells you that it's dry. Oh, it does too. That's helpful. So this is from Dopf. Dopf is a big cooperative producer. Mm-hmm. Um, they produce very clean, drinkable wines, and I'm expecting this. So Pinot Gris from Alsace, fat texture, has roundness to the texture, has is still that apple wine, but there's also a slaty mineral character to it as well. So when you say big cooperative, big producer, like what does that tell you? That is it going to be okay or do you think it's not going to be good because it's a big producer? Or what's- It will be... Technically correct, but it may not be the most complex wine you're ever going to drink. Okay. Yep. Um, it's because it's not site specific. It's just, you know, Pinot Gris from Dolph. Yep. They would make this in large volume. They'd be blending right across the region, um, but it'll be yeah, fresh and delicious and very, very drinkable. This was – oh, I need to look. I've got it 20 20- – Three. This is the other thing about Alsace. Super cheap. Yeah, why? Um, uh, daggy. Really? It's not I cool. don't see Alsace as daggy. I know, we I, don't. I think Alsace is cool. You know, Riesling's not cool. Gewürztraminer is not cool. It's and Pinot cool. Gris, um, most people want that Pinot Grigio Italian yeah, style rather than the – the other problem with Alsace, one of the problems I have with Alsace is you don't know how much residual sugar is going to be in the wines because often they're just off dry. Yep. This is really good that they're taking on some modern labelling mm-hmm. or understanding of what the world wants and telling you, okay, this is going to be dry. Why do we use the term dry? Like it's stupid. Mean? Like, it's wet. Is that what you mean? Exactly. Well, that's it's the opposite. Like <laughs> Why do we use the term dry? That's true. I don't know where that came from. It definitely smells. It's got that kind of honeyed. Yep. And that, for me, tells you that it's a high-volume wine because there's a lot of pressings in there, so you're seeing a little bit of development quite early on, so you're seeing that honey character as opposed to just pure yeah. fruit. Yeah. It's um, a little bit phenolic as well. Yeah, it's yeah. phenolic-y. It's fine. Every now and then I think we should remind people what we mean when we say phenolic. So phenolic is like the little Pac-Man running around in your mouth biting on the edge of your tongue. It's it's like tea yeah. when it's too strong. It's like white wine tannin. Yeah, white wine tannin. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you can just feel a little bit of like a subtle white wine tannin. Hmm. It's okay, but it's not blowing my mind, Meg. I don't think I'd go out and buy that. No. Um, yeah, it's correct. So now we've got from Dopf again, an Alsace Riesling dry, and then we have from the same producer, an Alsace Grand Cru Schonenborg. So when they call it Grand Cru, they tell you what vineyard that it's from because that yes. vineyard can only grow that grape variety. Yeah. So – Grand Cru Schonenberg. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. Scotland, Scotland, Schonenberg, yep. Riesling. Grand Cru Schonenberg can only grow Riesling. 
You yes. will not see Gewurz Tremonat coming or Pinot Gris coming out of this. Yeah, vineyard. okay. So that's a vineyard that only it can only do one variety. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, this is the other thing about um, Alsace. For those of you doing WSCT, they have varietally labelled their wines for years. So they do say Riesling. It's interesting. Yeah. So there is a white wine. Alsace AOC, an Appalachian wine, which is usually a blend. Okay. And it's usually a blend of not the the, not the noble varieties because it's a it's a volume wine. Okay. So we have a dry Dopf Riesling from Alsace. Oh, take the lid off. It's helpful. Doesn't come out otherwise. Not to lead the witness, but Ooh, what am I expecting? Um, Dan Murphy's has given this ninety three points. Oh, well, we don't listen to that sort of stuff. <laughs> I have been reading. I, I told you last week. This is seventeen dollars. My God. Yeah, I have been reading. I did last a couple we'll of weeks ago. It's twenty, not a okay. member. Yep, but yeah, be a member. Three bucks saving. Um, <laughs> Yeah, for, for different – if we're doing ones that I don't really know, reading the um, reviews is actually quite helpful because yeah, okay. it's just like we, we can be a little bit technical and analytical and people going, bloody good drop, really lovely guy. Totally. So Riesling, Alsace Riesling, um, higher alcohol than your Germanic Riesling, so usually around 13.5%, usually dry, standard Alsace Riesling, mm-hmm. um, obviously unoaked. I expect green apple mineral more weight to the wine, so a bigger mouth feel, bigger palate weight. Hmm. It's definitely got the palate weight. It's dilute. I was like, why am I pulling out any specific characters? Feels like someone's added a splash of water. Now this is because Is it just because it's really cold? It's because they're volume. Right. They're pumping it. No, they're not pumping it up with water, but they're not getting the concentration. This is where when we move up quality levels of wine, yeah. concentration yeah. is part of it. Yeah. So you have that, you know, blick, the balance, the length, the intensity, and the concentration or complexity. I use both. WCT doesn't. Mm. Concentration is where, where it feels heavy on your palate and weighty. Mm. This feels like it, someone's dropped – a little bit of water into it. Yeah, and that's because they're picking these grapes not necessarily – they want it to have reasoning flavour, but they also want volume. They want to make money. Yeah. So they're not concentrated. They'd be high yielding, bit of water. For no, 20 bucks. No, I'm not, not a fan. It's completely unoffensive. But for 20 bucks, I'd be buying Australian. Yes. Well, I don't mind that fish and chips at the end of the pier. I mean, it's totally – I mean, I really like the mouthfeel. Yep. Um, as you say, it does have more palate weight than probably you'd find in ours. It's just kind of lacking in intensity of flavour. Yeah. It's, it's, as I said before, technically correct wines. Mm. It's varietally expressive. It's just not the best expression of it. Yep. So same producer now. We've got the Grand Cru Schoenberg 2017. So it's got some Ooh, age on 18, it. 19, 20, 20, 23, six, six years. Six years. Mel's maths is really shite. It's really bad. $46.60. I, I paid for this. How much? Say it again. $46.60. Okay. So as Riesling ages, sorry, we know that to expect petrol. Yum. The French and the Germans believe that petrol characteristic early on in a wine's life is bad. It's a fault. Yes. So 
we don't expect as much petrol, but honey, um, I often get like, um, what's that dried mango stuff? You know, the, I know what you mean, dried mango. Yeah, the sugary. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's got a deeper colour. These have just come out of the bar fridge. Mel's thinks they're too cold. Yeah, I do. Oh, there's a bit of petrol in there. No, there is a bit of petrol. Honey. When a car does skids. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, bogan. Not like me. I grew up in Morrigal. Oh, my God, it just smells so good, like a marmalade. Mm. Mm. I haven't even tasted it yet, and I'm, like, and dancing to it. And just feel the weight on your tongue. That's concentration. Same producer, oh. better vineyard. Okay. Yum. And I'll tell you what, for 46 bucks, whatever it is, mm-hmm. if it's on special, um, if you want to taste oh. aged Riesling character, that's a good example of it. It is so yummy. It's good, isn't it? Mm. Nice. Oh, yum. And it's got, it's still like really heavily apple. Still got that nice freshness to it. But there's just these secondary layers of that tertiary going on without overtaking and the freshness. Super slaty and mineral. That's bloody lovely. It's really yum. That needs big pork sausages. Big pork sausages. Mm, I love pork sausages. I love sausages. Same. I think I'm a bit different to you that if I was drinking, once again, I don't want food with that. Maybe just like a cheese board. Like I really don't want to overpower that beautiful That's the difference between you and I. I always want food. (laughs) And you're like, nah, I could always just have a drink. I I really like And also don't yeah. forget you're pregnant so you can't drink. So you're just thinking of any drinking situation that you'll be able to have in your future. I just want a drink. Yes. <laughs> I have given you those lovely non-alcoholic wines to take home. Lucky me. Mm. Mm. Okay. Peeps. Absolutely delightful. What 40 40 yeah, that's worth buying for 40 something bucks. 46 for sure. bucks. Because yep. it does it serves two purposes. Mm-hmm. One, it's an absolute delicious drop. But secondly, it has some of that age character on it and it shows you that sort of weight that um, Alsace has in terms of style. So it, it's yeah. it's it's weightier than Claire and it's wa- always weightier than Eden Valley. Mel's loving it. And like this, the acid is just beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I do a little dance when a wine excites me. I do my wine dance. Oh, God, that's sexy. <laughs> that made me do a wine dance. <laughs> okay. We now have... A Gustav Florence Gewurz Tramina. All right. 2021. Now, this says it's reserved, so it means that it's either, it's been aged longer, um, but, you know, still 2021. Gewurz Tramina, not really grown in many places of the world. Grown in Alsace, obviously, yeah. one of the four noble varieties. New Zealand, surprisingly. Yeah. We had some in Australia, but, I, well, we still do. But yeah. Central Vicky Way. Um, or Western Vic. Yeah. Um, you don't really see it. No, much. you don't it's see much of it. Incredibly aromatic, um, rose petal, Turkish delight, lychee, light light moderate acidity, because it usually gets riper. Mm. And often in Alsace, the levels of sweetness are all over the place. Mm. This is one of the problems that people. Why? Oh, I think because it does get. It can hit 14% and so it doesn't finish ferment all right. the time. Um, 
And also, they like that style. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That's not too, um, you know, just crazy-ass aromatic. Because there's still some of that minerality to it. It's very floral. This is, Gewürz is one of those things, it means spicy tremina. Tremina is a group of um, grape varieties Mm -hmm. that are quite aromatic. Gewürz means spicy tremina. Yeah. And it's believed that it should be drunk with spicy food. So they talk about Thai food and everything. I think it goes well with non-spicy food as well. But remember, it is very aromatic. So matching like with like. Yeah. Is going to be hard in terms of your food because you don't want to be having this with Turkish delight. No, um, I find that quite nice actually on um, a scale of gewürz. Off dry, that's residual. Yeah, right? yeah, but it's not um, sickly. Not at all, not by any stretch. And that would be with a Thai red curry with that coconut milk. Oh, yum. You know how coconut milk is yes. sweet? That would work. That Having just delicious. said it doesn't have to be done with um, spicy food, I think that, that would work really well with a Thai red curry. Or even that lovely, you know, that banana flower salad. Have you had that? No. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> um, get on it. I mean, <laughs> it's bloody delicious. Yeah, yeah. No, um, there's a real, once again, that softness, there's a real softness to what can often be a bit overpowering in Gewürz, that Turkish delight and rose petal and stuff. It's really not overdone. It's quite nice. No, that's lovely. Mm. So now we're moving up to Domaine Andre Lorenz, Chloe Lisa Monopole. So this means they are the only owners of it. It's a Grand Cru Kirsch. Berg de Bar Gewürz Tremina 2020. Wow. Uh, how much is this? 40. 40 bucks. See, still cheap. Still cheap. So what we're expecting from this is Gewürzy. This is a year older. Um, more concentration, more richness, more palate weight because it's from a better vineyard. Even just pouring it, it looks. It does look darker and more more viscous, if that more makes viscous, sense. Yeah. But it, actually, this the aroma is not as. Um, mm. Oh, that'd be rude. I was going to say not as Britney Spears perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that rude to? Britney. She's Britney. had a shit life. Um, you don't want to offend Britney by comparing her but to her perfume. Have you have you smelled her perfume? It is awful. It's absolutely awful. <laughs> I think Gavitz or Alsace would be more. I know would so, be more insulted by being compared to Britney Spears, not the other so, way around. Okay, anyway. So what I was trying to say is, you know, when this is less perfumed, it is. Is what I'm trying um, to say. It, oh, there's more apricot. There's a real steeliness, though. Like, Ooh. there is something that's. Mm. I don't like that sweetness. Oh, is it quite sweet? <laughs> Oof. Very oily in texture. Ooh. Oh, man, that is clove. Clove! It is. There's the spice. I I like the I have never flavor seen so much better. Flavor's though. beautiful. I know what you mean about the sweetness, but the f- the flavor itself it's is just give me a heads up. 
Do you know what I mean? It's just there's <laughs> got to be some way of telling me because the first one, okay, had a little bit of residual but was balanced. This is perceptibly sweet. It's yeah. still probably only about, you know, 25, 30 grams, but it's the sweetness is part of the style of the wine. But yes. this is seriously super spicy. Yeah, it's so spicy. It's almost savoury, like – it's cool. It's really cool. I actually really like those flavors. They're they're quite different. So it has some, it has some of, on the palate, some of that soap perfume character. Yeah, but don't so it's not soapy, but just that soap that lifted perfume. Yeah, on the nose is much more savory, mineral, and there's a, a just an absolute distinct clove. Yeah, character. Yeah. That is a really good wine. What would I serve that with? That is a really tough one. I mean, I don't know because that sweetness, something maybe just as simple as a saucy song because you know how saucy song can be. What is saucy song? Saucy song's like French salami full of fat. It's oh. delicious. Um, It has a sweetness can have a sweetness to it. No, I don't okay. know. No, I really don't know mm. either. That one's got me. Maybe I'd serve it, I'd serve it at the end of a meal with mm. cheese. With cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate saying that because Because it's, it's like, well, you can do that mm. with anything. Yeah, yeah. But, no, that would work. And I'm thinking of that, there's that port o something cheese. It's kind of, it's got a red line through it. Mm. Anyway. But that, that spiciness. So there is... Alsace. So cool. take a message, Grand Cru makes a difference. Yep. And is it worth the price? Well, I think so. It was only a few dollars different, I think. It's 20 bucks difference. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, well, I mean, it's worth doing the comparison. Yep. Um, I yeah. think if you're only spending 20 bucks by Australian, if you're willing to spend mm. the extra 20 bucks and get something a bit aged from Alsace, then that's worthwhile. Yeah. And don't forget there are other producers of just straight Alsace Riesling. So Hugel is, you know, is more expensive. Yep. Sort of $35, $40 mark. Yep. Dopf is a known entry-level player. So that's what you're getting. But the the wines are are good, just not great at that $20 mark. Yep. But at the $45 mark. We're hitting it. Yep. So we'll be back with you next week. Until then, enjoy your next glass of wine. And drink well. (laughs) 